Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can also find me live five days a week, 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. This week, one of the things I talked about was Gina Carano, the actress and former MMA star, a Vegas girl, who has now been basically canceled, dumped by her agency, dumped by Lucasfilm, basically trashed because she put something on social media that, frankly, she's right about. History bears her out. Here's what I had to say in defense of Gina Carano on my show this week. Personality that provokes and persuades. The Heidi Harris Show on AM 670 KMZQ. Good morning. How are you doing? I am glad you are here. Happy Thursday to you. All right, lots to get to today's show. Saw this story that came across the wires this morning, and I thought it was worth mentioning. I, I got to tell you, I wasn't that familiar with Gina Carano. I knew her name, but I really didn't know as much. I mean, I guess I should be more up on some of these pop culture things than I than I am. But I, I, I can only keep track of so much, guys. I guess she was an MMA fighter, and she was a star of some Disney movie, I guess, a Mandalorian or something. Um, she's 38, grew up in Vegas. God bless her. Vegas baby. Trinity Christian and UNLV. Now, what's happened is apparently she was doing this thing for Lucasfilm. All right. But I'm going to share part of what the, how the RJ wrote this up. Let's start with that. Former MMA star turned actress Gina Carano will not return to The Mandalorian after sharing a social media post comparing being a conservative in today's political climate to being Jewish during the Holocaust. That's really not what she said. Okay, let's start with that. That's a mischaracterization right off the bat from the writer of the RJ. Lucasfilm has dis- basically d- distanced themselves from her. They said her social media posts integrating people based on their culture and religious identities are important and unacceptable. Da, 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 da. Okay, I don't know, and I'm not going to make any apologies for her, and I'm not going to say everything she said is okay. I don't know. I don't even follow her on Twitter. Honestly, I hardly knew. I hardly even knew who she was. And I heard her name, and I'm not saying she's not famous or anything. I'm not putting her down. I just really wasn't that familiar with her. So I don't know what she's ever said. And I'm not saying everything she's ever said is great. Everything Donald Trump said wasn't great. All right? So I'm not defending everything she's ever said, because I don't know everything she's ever said. But here is a... Apparently, she put an Instagram story up on, and there that's why everybody's upset. Let me get back to her father. First of all, her father's UNLV and Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Glenn Carano. Most of fame as a fighter and that's it. Okay. She was in the film Haywire and then Deadpool. Okay. I did see, yeah, I did see Deadpool. I just, you know, I've watched so few movies anymore. I'm really not up on my Hollywood stars as much as I should be. Apparently she's, I'm quoting this from the RJ. She's often been criticized for her sharing of conspiracy theories on social media. Now, I don't even know if that's true. I really don't. Because what one person calls a conspiracy theory, another person goes, yeah, it's true. So apparently she, uh, uh, once again, quoting the RJ, the former Strike Force woman's t- title challenger is often stirred emotions by posting disinformation about COVID-19 and election fraud. Really? This from the writer of the RJ. Disinformation, would you please characterize that in a different way? Or would you please explain what you're talking about? Disinformation about COVID-19? What disinformation? What disinformation? I don't know what she said. So, you know, anymore, this is why people don't trust the, the media for the most part. Mainstream media, especially print media and TV, they don't trust them because they just, they, they characterize, this is editorializing. 
You can say she's been criticized for things she's shared on social media. I can understand that. But for a reporter to say she's often been criticized for her sharing of conspiracy theories on social media, da 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 disinformation about COVID-19, really? Was it disinformation? I don't know if it was or wasn't. I don't know because I don't follow her. And I haven't looked back on everything she's ever written. I don't have time for this. I'm going to stick to the principle here, which is why I'm talking about this. But apparently she posted inform- disinformation about COVID-19 and election fraud. Really? Uh, what, what do you mean election fraud? Fraud? There was election fraud. How dare the RJ even write this? What bunch of crap that is. Talk about editorializing. All right, so here's what she put on Instagram that got people just beyond belief, just totally triggered. She said, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. She went on to say, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different than someone hating someone for their political views? Okay, I'm going to break this down a little bit. First of all, uh, Jews were beaten in the streets by Nazi soldiers and their neighbors, too, at times. I mean, I'm not going to go over old history on this, but... The point that she's making is a legitimate point about the fact that government can't be everywhere. And I've said this, I don't know how many times in the last six months, government can't be everywhere, so they turn us on each other. When you've got people, I have I've actually know somebody who's got a small business. This just to give you one example, and we see them on video every single day, somebody screaming at someone else in a grocery store because they're not wearing a mask. Hey, here's a concept. If you don't like the fact that they're not wearing a mask, why don't you just stay out of their aisle? How hard is this? But people will walk right up to somebody who's not wearing a mask and get in their face and start yelling at them. And if you have ever studied anything that's gone on in Nazi Germany, in other countries where people have turned on each other, you see a lot of similarities here. She's right. The principle she's making, she's uh, talking about is exactly right. I read an interesting book not too long ago, and I happened to buy it. It was written by a little girl. Uh, from her diaries and things like that. But I, as an adult, she wrote it, but for diaries and things like that. I read it, and I bought it for a friend's daughter, and then I wound up reading it myself. It's called Red Scarf Girl. And it was about a little girl who lived in China during the Cultural Revolution of the 60s. And the things that she talked about in that book, and I'm glad I read it, because I was aware of it, obviously, to a certain extent. But, you know, they would literally walk by, and they look through a window when you had some piece of furniture that they thought was too nice that you weren't supposed to have. They would go call the cops on you. And they'd come in there and raid their house. And they all giggle when they did it to everybody else till it came to their turn, right? I mean, this is nothing new, turning people against each other, folks. She's right. Gina Carano is right about that. I'm not saying everything in this tweet is what I'd say, but she's talking about the fact that people don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, that's not entirely true because there were a lot of Jews that fought back, but many of them really, I mean, you didn't know, you didn't have social media to say don't get on that train. They didn't know. They didn't know what was going to happen. Nobody made it back to warn them. But there were a lot of people who did fight back. Fight back and fought back in the ghettos. And there were tons of people who fought back. So it's not like everybody went like sheep. And that's really, I don't know why people say, she's not saying that. But she, the point she's making, though, is the government first had to make their own neighbors hate them for simply being Jews. Exactly. And if you look at the history of things like the People's Cultural Revolution, you look at Rwanda, where 700,000 people were killed. With machetes in, what, a year? Eight months? Something like that? And Hutus and Tutsis who had lived alongside each other peacefully up to that point. And then there was the plane crash. They killed one of the political figures. And the next thing you know, they're all chopping each other up. 
You get people who were babysitting each other's kids. Nobody cared if they were Hutus and Tutsis, but there was resentment because the Hutus were considered considered taller, better looking, and the Hutus were this, um, and the, the Tutsis were this, and no, the Tutsis were the tall ones. But anyway, it doesn't matter. There were tribal things that were going on behind the scenes, and there were things simmering, and it all took as one crazy event, the plane crash, and all of a sudden everybody's chapping each other up. People who last week lived side by side, now they're trying to kill each other. It's amazingly easy to get people to go after each other. This is nothing new in human history. And if you don't know that, you need to study your history. Gina Carano was right. And I've seen horrific things in the last six months. I mean, it's stunning to me. People running around mask shaming you. And then I dealt with a woman a couple of weeks ago. And I was somewhere and she had just gotten her vaccine. And I said, that's I said, oh, that's great. You know, you know, I'm not going to criticize anybody. I said, I'm not getting it. And she said, oh, you're not? And I, well, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for somebody else. I wa- and I didn't. I really refrained from saying what I wanted to say because she's a nice woman. And, and I know she listens to the show. Or I think so. Or her husband does anyway. And I didn't want to be rude. I don't like to be rude to anyone if I can avoid it. And I thought, you know what, lady? Don't even, ma- don't even va- vax shame me. Don't, I, I'm not getting my vaccine for you, honey. I'm not risking something that, by the way, is not FDA approved for you. Not happening. I'm not, don't give me this crap. You're not doing it for, for your, for yourself. You're doing it for somebody else. You stay home then. If you're older and you're scared, you stay home. I'm not taking a needle for anybody. That's me. But that, that, now we, we've gone from the mask shaming to the vax shaming. And how many times have I said over the last six months, government can't be everywhere. So they turn us on each other. I know a guy in town who's got a, a store business. There are two people who work there Two. The guy who owns it and a woman who works with him. She's been there for many years. Both of them have. You walk in the store. There might be one person in the lobby at a time because of what they do. Maybe one. Someone walked into the store one day. There was nobody else in there. They weren't wearing masks. You went and ratted them out. You want to talk Nazi Germany? You want to talk the People's Cultural Revolution? You want to talk about all these things that have happened in human history? That's how it happens. Little babies who go running to the health department because you're not wearing a mask. This is so easily done turning people against each other. And Gina Carano is exactly right about this. Exactly right about this. She said, how is it any different from hating someone for their political views? Exactly. Because nobody can scroll past anymore. I see things on Twitter every single day, and I'm on it mainly for news and things like that. There are certain people I follow for interesting stuff, and that's the main reason I do it. But I see things every day, and I don't follow a lot of real idiots, but I do look at both sides. And I see things, and I go, oh, my gosh. I keep scrolling. Somehow, miraculously, I'm able to go on with my life, and I keep scrolling. I don't agree with their position about whatever. They're trashing Trump. They're trashing Biden. They're trashing this one, that one. And I just scroll past. But people want to destroy anybody whose opinion they disagree with. This continues to happen in human history, folks. It's nothing new. She's right. I would have thrown in the mask. She talked about people's political opinions. It's the same thing. So now apparently her agency that represented her has dumped her and Lucasfilm has dumped her. She wasn't making an anti-Semitic comment. If she was making an anti-Semitic comment, I'd be the first one to criticize her. There is no place for racism or anti-Semitism. She's not saying that. I don't think anyone's accusing her of that anyway. She could have put it better probably. But bottom line, she her point is exactly right. The government first made their own neighbors hate them for simply being Jews or Hutus or having too much stuff in China. Suddenly you become part of the wrong class of people. Fill in the blank. 
Your neighbor suddenly hates you for having this, that, the other. This has gone on again and again and again and again in human history. She's right. Gina Carano, you are right. And now we're turning on each other because somebody disagrees politically. It's ludicrous. I have friends from all sides of the aisle. I don't argue with them about politics at all. I I don't understand why you have to hate somebody because they disagree with you. I, I don't even understand that. But it's not just that. It's it's not you can even hate somebody and leave them alone. But the idea that you're out to destroy somebody, cancel somebody, make sure they're unemployed. Listen, I've been through that. And if y'all know my history, you know that. It's happened to me. I'm nobody's victim. You're not going to hurt me. God's in charge of my life, not some people who hate me. But I've been through it. You can read my book to find out if you don't know the whole details on that. My book's available at HeidiHarris.com. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. I have been through this, so I understand exactly what it's like. Somebody gets their panties in a bunch because of something you he- you say on social media or on the air or da-da-da-da-da. And the next thing you know, they round up the posse. They show up with pitchforks and torches. I have been there. And I'm not whining about it. These people have no power over my life. They think they do. But I've been through it. And I feel bad for Gina Carano because it, it's to me it's unfair what's happening to her. But she's right. She's making She's drawing a parallel that <laughs> if you don't know history, you don't realize this is true. But when you have people going into stores and running to the health department or the police to tell somebody that they're, they're not wearing a mask, oh my gosh, where, what's happened to us as a nation? If you don't like it, then don't, then don't go in there. If I were queen for a day, that's what I would do. I would open up all the businesses, let them open to full capacity, and tell the little the pearl clutchers, you don't want to go in because you're scared, then don't go in. How about that? Don't go in. They had to have a sign on the door. We don't require masks here. If you're going to clutch your pearls, stay out of here. That's what they ought to do. And we're not going to require masks. So you little babies, stay home, get your food delivered. But you're not coming in here. It's like the people who walk into a bar and go, because <laughs> somebody's smoking. Give me a break. Don't go in the bar. I don't smoke. And I have a friend who will drag me out to karaoke every once in a while back when they did that. And there was a certain place she liked to go. And I mean, now you have to burn your clothes when you get out of there. It's, you stink like smoke. Absolutely. It's in your, I mean, I can't go to bed till I take a full shower, wash hair and everything. When the clothes go right in the wash. I don't even bring them in the house, right? But I don't complain when I'm in there. Oh, it smells like smoke in here. <laughs> don't go if you don't like it. Gina Carano, you're right about this. They're turning in, turning us on each other because they can't be everywhere. That is an absolute fact, and it's been proven time and time and time again. So I got your back, girl. I've never met her. I, I have certainly heard her name, but I don't know her at all. But um, I certainly defend her right to say what she said, and she's got a lot of history behind her, that's for sure. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget, I'm on live five days a week at 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, go to HeidiHarris.com where I archive my podcast. They're also available anywhere you get podcasts, and my books are up there and everything else. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott, folks. (laughs)